But I'm like, I remember talking to Meredith and I'm just like, man, it's going to be shitty to where you just walk into some place and you're like, you have to talk to all these people. And me and Will now are just like that real quick. Hey, I'm doing my shit. You're doing your shit. And we could tell he probably chill. appreciates that. No, that's what I, that's what I was getting at to where I could be like, yeah, hey, man. I'm, yeah, dude, because I even had a little bit of that. I can only imagine for Will. It's just like times a billion. But I even had a little bit of that just like walking into Brubaker's today after work just to get two beers and some to-go food and literally sit down. And there were like regulars from the bar there who all knew me and started talking to me, old like co-employees and stuff who wanted to come up and have a conversation like, how's life? How's all this different stuff? And I'm like, yeah, it's good to see you too. But like, I just came in here to drink two beers and and like leave. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I didn't, I'm not trying to talk to like seven different people right now and have it, conversations. Isn't that the point of life though? No. Like making connections, no. meeting people. Like, they're excited to see you, man. And the, and, and, and you're out of the... In the immortal words of Tom Segura, I already got I got enough friends. I don't need any new friends. Yeah. I'm good. I'm all friended up. <laughs> but, I mean, at the same time, like, I mean, if one of those people was, like, a really good connection for you and, and was able to advance your career or, you know, help you in some other type of way when you are in really need of help, it's cool to know people Sure, like then that, we'll have, man. like, a real conversation, you know? It's that fake shit. Yeah. I think that it's we not even hating. fake, man. No, it is fake because it's I don't care and so you don't you, care either. Are you like an introvert or what? No, I'm not an introvert. I like, dude, I probably, I mean, I always thought I was super introverted, but the truth is I like to go out and do a bunch of stuff and whatnot. It just doesn't have to be, and I don't even mind talking to people. I'm, I mean, I'm a bartender. You know what I mean? I have yeah. no problem talking to people or whatever. But that's almost fake too whenever you talk about fake. It's like when we're bartenders. Dude, every conversation that every person has with other people is mostly fake. Unless it's someone you give a shit about. Real, real talk. Real talk. All, all that gab. And that's on the off that chance have. that this is being recorded and we're using this right now. And you happen to be one of the people I talked to today. And you're like, wait a second. I remember that conversation, whatever. Like, no offense. Still love you or whatever. But I just don't care. Like, and you don't care. And that's okay. But, and maybe that's what's wrong with societies. Like, we're not willing to just sit there and have, I mean, and, and I'm guilty of exactly Dude, what you said Dude, you don't have too. to know everybody. But, but, and... Yeah. Not everybody has to, enough people don't realize this. It's okay that not everyone in the world likes you. And it's okay that you don't like everyone in the world. Like sometimes you just don't like really, we could meet and be like, no, nah, I don't need to know you. You don't need to know me. But hold on. Don't really, you, don't really you, caring, really caring about somebody else is like, has nothing to do with you as to where my job, whenever I talk to you is to your benefit. A hundred percent. Like me being a bartender and sitting down and shooting the shit with you you were getting some entertainment or, you know, the exchange that you wanted out of this and you feel satisfied. It has nothing to do with actually how I feel. I'm this conduit in which you're getting happiness from at the time. Yeah. Which is not very fucking And real. I would like to clarify that once in a while you do get, there are, just on the off chance they're out there watching or whatever, there are the occasional regulars who I'm like actually friends with. Mm, like yeah. I would, I would and have hung out with them like outside of work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's different. But I mean, I'm saying when you're in the moment, I, I get that. Like sometimes you are you are there for them, and they are giving you money and shit like that. But you do build genuine relationships, like you said. Whenever you sure. do meet those people, and then yeah. eventually hang out with them outside of work, and you're like, shit, this I, is a cool person. So I, I mean, at, at some point in time, there was some real conversation happening in the I workplace. Get what you're, I get what you're saying there. And and, right. and 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 if you just apply that to every, and I know it would be tough, but to apply that to every conversation you have, and that would be impossible. You know what I'm saying? I, I completely agree with that. But if you at least tried. As opposed to saying, well, I don't, and I'm, you know what I'm saying? I actually, so I agree with you. Let me rephrase what I was saying at the very beginning of this then, where I talked about, I was just trying to go in there and have a couple of beers and then leave. 
I don't think it should be because it is considered rude to do, to do this, but I don't think it should be considered rude then for me to sit down, see all these people who know me and be like, sorry, guys, I don't feel like talking right now. I just want to drink these two beers. Sure. And I want to leave. Nothing personal. Y'all are great. If I met you again tomorrow, we'd have a blast because I haven't seen you in like six months. But right now, I don't care. So the way I look at it would be that you've had an impact on those people in a positive one. If they're coming up to you and saying, hi, man, it's good to see you type of thing. Because I used to be a GM at a restaurant. Or they think that that's what they're supposed to do. No, it's a source of entertainment. Well, no, hold on, hold on. If anything, it's a source of not, entertainment not necess- in my profession. No, not necessarily. I am very much a source of entertainment. But, you know, I used to be a manager or whatever at a restaurant. And then it had been months since I had went in. And I went in, my wife was at work, so I took the girls up to where I used to work. And exactly what happened to you is what happened to me. And it was overwhelming. I'm like, I just, I knew it was going to happen, but I was like, I just mm-hmm. want to come here and enjoy dinner with my two daughters. And that didn't happen. Is it three daughters now? Uh, I have no idea. Can't tell you. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to get <laughs> Has get an idea. Can't say it on Sorry, the podcast. Sorry, I was trying to get out of you. Um, We're not fully recording yet. My bad. There we are. We we are. I, th- no. I thought yeah, I was going to throw you a curveball and get it out of you. <laughs> My bad. But anyways. I was waiting for the, the um, headphones on. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was very, not inconvenient, but I was like, damn, I was really just trying to enjoy it. But the whole time I was there, you know, I just was talking to people and you're right. I was fake. I wasn't real with them or, or anything like that. And it's like not that. because I think it's in context of like the timing. Cause it's not, man, I say that it's not like I dislike those people. I'm really glad that I got to see them cause I haven't seen them in so long, but I'd rather have seen them in a different setting. I'd rather have been at me coming up there to keep drinking and partying and have a good time and then hang out with them and stuff. You know what I mean? As to where I came there for the very specific purpose of, I just got off work. Yeah. I want my two beers. I want my to-go food. I want to go home and I'm not trying to be social. I'm sitting by myself outside on the patio for a reason. Did you not have an inclination that that might've happened when you walked in the door? Not to the degree that it did. Right. To me, it, it still goes back to at least like there are those times though. It means that you have an impact on people's lives, which is very yeah, and important. I, I sound like a prick the way I'm wording it, which that's not no, the you, case. You don't. Like, I, I completely get where you're coming from, and I feel like everyone else does. I feel like that's the thing. Is but every, when we've you, all been through those moments, yeah. And everyone wants the, the personal time to themselves, especially when you're out and you're not in your house. And you're like, damn, I'm gonna get out of the house and enjoy myself today. When you don't have kids, and you're not, you don't, you know what I'm saying. You can do those types of things. It's nice just to be able to do that. But again, I think it comes back down to just at least you're impacting people's lives and it's in a positive way, which I think that's the best thing about this conversation right now. I guess. I never looked at it that way. Yeah. But is it really that positive? I mean, they just know me. That's nothing. But, you know, it, it, it's so not life-changing. general. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's like meeting a stripper. You yeah. know, they give you a lap dance the night before and then you're like, hey, in a line at Starbucks. <laughs> and, you know, like, hey, let's, you know, Pick that shit up, and then you have to put on the mask again and be like, hey, this is, you know, this is who, because I want you to return. This you know is the I mean? me that you know. This is the me that you know, so I'm going to show you this again. Like, there, there is no, man, really get to know you're me. saying that you got a lap dance from a stripper in a Starbucks drive-thru? Yeah, sure. Is that I what you're saying? You. This is the me that you know, so I'm going to show you again. Nobody wants a lap dance from a stripper that's had Starbucks because that is a loose butthole scenario, and you're just asking for, like, how much caffeine did you have from there? Because this is very energetic. And I don't even know if that clap sync showed up. It doesn't even matter. I'm going to roll with that first half of it. But anyways, welcome, sure. ladies and gentlemen, to Talk <laughs> Junkies. If you, are, if you enjoy loose buttholes from strippers that go to Starbucks because you got a lap dance there, you came to the right place. 
<laughs> Just live kidding. So from much my basement. out of context. Yes. So much out of context. Live Starbucks from, strippers. <laughs> live from my basement. Um, welcome, everyone, to, to Talk Junkies. It's a beautiful night tonight. We got uh, me, myself, and I, and then Johnny and Jesse in the house. How are you guys doing? It's pretty egotistical. Doing good. How are you three intros. doing? I was, about, I was, I was going to ruin it. <laughs> I was going to fuck it up like I do every single week. <laughs> Damn it. But anyways, um, I want to appreciate Dan for coming on last week. Uh, we had a really great podcast with Dan, just seeing how he's doing in life um, and just the things that he's going through. And I think we had a really powerful conversation last week. I the will, Constitution's really fucking important. It is. Really important. Not it, it is so misconstrued on what the actual Constitution is, and he, he does a great job of— And it shouldn't be misconstrued. And I think that's what he kind of gets to the point of is it's, it's about just your unendained— Is that right? Did I say it right? I don't know what word you're trying to say. It, it's just, it, it's, we are born. Sounds classy. We are born with rights given to, you know what I'm saying? Like we are born with rights within the constitution that allows to be free. And those have been taken advantage of. And unalienable we've, rights? Yeah, una, yeah. Unalienable. Yeah. Maybe. I'm probably fucking that up too. I don't know. And we have lost sight of that. And Dan is trying to bring that back into people's heads is the fact that we don't need other people and other men or women to tell us, Hey, you can't do this. You were born with those rights. That's what the Constitution is. I think really quick, I don't want to go too much into this, but one thing I really liked what he said was the Constitution is not up in not up to the government to interpret, which we... It's literally the foundation that creates the government, not yeah, the other to, way around. The foundation to regulate the government. So the government cannot start that process of deciding what it really means. That's not up to them to do so. But we've had that happen a bunch so anyway, I don't. I don't want to go like the best too deep analogy into that. he put yeah. was like the 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 kids. It is not the up kids, for interpretation. The kids don't by get to government. make and interpret the rules. The kids at, that are left at home, you know, like the fucking the twelve year old and the ten year old left at home because mom and dad left. They don't get to write their own set of rules and put it up on the fridge and be like, "These are the rules I have to follow. I made them." No, the parents, which is us, the people make the rules. Yeah. And the government's supposed to follow that. I, that's I, what the Constitution is. I yeah. should have, like, favorited some of the things that I've seen from the Supreme Court deciding that they are now interpreting the Constitution, which is such a poor thing to have happen because the Constitution regulates you. So what you're able to do is now, once I can reinterpret it, I can now make it to where I can have my power back again. As to where the whole point... It regulates you. You shouldn't be allowed to interpret it to at all. regulate your regulation? Yeah. I don't know. If there's one thing that you guys take out of Talk Junkies, man, and, and again, the biggest thing for me is just spreading knowledge. And within the past few podcasts, having Pat on was just a very empowering moment that for me really in, my, in my life. The fact that he's trying to do... He's trying to uphold the Constitution. It's very impressive what Pat and the Missouri Liberty Alliance are doing. That is a powerful movement to me. We've always talked about what do we do? What do we do? And when we have these types of conversations, now I have something to go back onto, and that's relying not necessarily relying on Pat and his organization, but just there's someone out there doing doing what needs to be done. I think about this all the time. Like me being compliant with the police is obviously easier, but because the second I all of a sudden start exercising my rights, I wish I would have asked them this. Actually, well, we talked about this before walking yeah. in here, literally before coming into the uh, over here to do the podcast. Where I was like, man, if I all of a sudden started exercising my my rights given by by God or Constitution, what whatever you're saying, the police then come down harder on you for like why why are you all of a sudden doing what you know, you're legally? Why are you having knowledge like and your legal knowledge, and then they go even harder on you? So why not just bend over backwards for them, which is what they want. 
They want you it to be actually, submissive and just bend from, over backwards. It stemmed from we were leaving the house, and I talked about where you got pulled over that one time. Like, leaving Cimarron? Uh, yeah, Cimarron yeah. Trail. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I pulled in the driveway, and I still got a ticket. I literally no. got into the driveway of where we live. No, but we were talking about that, and then it, we were talking about just being pulled over in general and all this stuff, like, and how much of a process there is of the whole, like, where are you going? Where are you, where are you coming from? Where you, what are you up to today? What are you doing? Who, whose house are you coming from? Where do you live? All this different stuff. When it's like, yo, all you need, this is the way this is supposed to work. I give you my license. I give you my registration and my insurance. You then either charge me for a crime and write me a ticket for it, or you give me a warning and send me on my way. That's it. That's all that's supposed to happen. But if I say that to them and don't answer and play their little funny games, I'm not only am I definitely not getting a warning, I'm for sure getting a ticket. Yeah. I'm getting the max ticket possible. Like, I'm also getting the one for, like, my fucking headlight being too dim or what, you know what I mean? How, like, I'm how, getting everything. How dare you be knowledgeable about your rights yeah. right now Which and is, about how limiting I am as a police officer. And then, and then we're really going to shit on you here. Because I don't have to answer all your questions. Like, I'm giving you everything oh, you need. You're going you're gonna to take away my flex right now of pulling you over? No, be... Be quiet, be quiet, listen to me, do what I say. And if you do what I say and you're quiet and the questions I ask, you're going to answer them the way that I want you to answer them. Well, then there's a 20% just... chance that you're going to get out of this. Yeah. The 20%. Yeah. Chance. No, there is, yeah. but there is, they could be like, all right, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to make sure you're safe and all this blah, blah, which is condescending in and of itself. Because guess what? It's not your job to educate me. Yeah. You're a police officer. It is not your job. And they're not well to, educated yeah, in you're law not well educated. Right. It's not your job to educate me about safety and stuff. That's not part of your fucking job description. And again, just having Dan on and, and realizing that there's a lot of work to be done within our police force because they have an overarching amount of authority within our communities spread throughout the country that something has to change. I'm not necessarily saying defund the police, but something we've had podcasts about maybe pouring I more. I think the opposite. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Pouring more money into the community, the police community, and actually giving them the proper training, yeah. and and all that type that, of that's, stuff. I that's mean, what who, I believe in. Who who has all the answers? You know what I'm saying? But at least Pat's bringing that to light because the cops are not your friends. They're not there for you. They're. I mean, I mean, I I was at work and I and I. Um, Dude, it's a business. It's a privatized yeah. business. They're and, there. And, and the reason I say that they're not there for you, you go to like Chicago or downtown Kansas City. Um, I was there's this lady I know that I work with, and I don't really work big with difference her. Difference between but, downtown Kansas City and Chicago, by the way. Either, but no, I mean, not really. I mean, there's a big difference, yes, but to the to the extent of here in Kansas City with this certain situation, she was at a funeral mourning someone that she had lost, and then there was a drive-by shooting at the funeral, and someone ended up dying. The cops came and showed up, and they're just like, well, there's nothing we can do. This is gang-affiliated. Someone died. Someone died, and there's nothing you can do because it's gang-affiliated. Cops are not there for you, man. And I know that's a, a different scenario or situation, but they're not there for you. No, they're, you know they're what I'm there, saying. They're there. You to see make these crime shows off. where someone gets murdered, and then they do this big investigation and stuff. And I'm sure that happens when like a wife murders a husband, or a husband murders a wife, and all that different stuff. But in general, these little like a random fucking drive-by shooting where they know they're being realistic. They know they're never going to find this person, or someone steals your car. Like, well, we'll let you know when we find it when it's burnt down beside behind a fucking Arby's three towns over behind Arby's dumpster when we find a fucking fire in your car, then we'll let you know we found it. But other than that, there's nothing we can do. They're not there to help you out. What they're there for is to pull you over and get some money for the city. Yes. I think that's blatantly obvious. Oh, you didn't pay your property tax? You don't have new tags or whatever? Well, I'm going to pull you over and fine like, you for not having like, new tags. Okay, so this is where this came from. And I was talking about, like, Paul getting his ticket on the same road that I drive down going, because uh, it's 15 miles an hour. 
through that road and I drive between 20 and 20 miles an hour. Because it feels naturally that's right naturally there. 15 just, miles an hour is hard to drive at. And I, and I do it, I do it like six times a day. And there are kids out, and I'm very much aware of the kids, and everything's perfectly fine. And everybody drives the same, the same like 25 mile an hour. Nobody's driving 15. You know how slow 15 miles an hour is. <laughs> we first were talking of about all? this too. I was man, like it's so you go into like slow, trailer man. parks or campgrounds or whatever. They have a five mile an hour speed limit thing. Have you ever actually tried to go five miles an hour in your car? Like it's literally impossible. Yeah. Like it's you're going literally, ten. Like, you're going the <laughs> slowest you can go is like ten miles an hour. If you write somebody a ticket in a subdivision for going ten miles over the speed limit, which is actually a pretty pricey ticket, probably nowadays is like hundred fifty bucks. I would have said that would. I mean, mine was like when I was like seventeen, sixteen. It was like a hundred and seven bucks. It's extortion because everybody yeah. go. You could literally just post up cops there yeah. and then just run radar, and then everybody would be fucked. But they they only cherry pick every once in a while. No, because if they did it all the time, then then everybody would be afraid to, afraid to drive through their fucking neighborhood because of police. And then now you're afraid of police, which is not the you know image. Shouldn't they be the put goal. Off. You shouldn't be you afraid know. of police. They're there to help you. Bullshit. Every <laughs> encounter I've ever had with a police officer, I've never had a positive one. Same. I'm always I'm always scared. You know, I mean, never, I've dude. Been, when you see a cop pull up behind you, you're at a stop sign or a stoplight, and a cop rolls up behind you. Do you feel safer, or do you feel like, man, no matter what I'm doing right now, there is a chance. There is a chance that from here to my destination, which is two miles up the road, because I'm just going to work. I'm almost at work. I got two miles left to go. But now there's a chance that I have to pay some money. I'm getting ready to have to pay a fine. For some kind of bullshit that's about to happen. For the most part, now I, I'm after all the podcasts that we have had. You know, I I mean, there are definitely people within the uh, the police force that I respect that live in our community. No, detectives, for sure, detectives and stuff like that. But anyways, like if I'm driving I'm and I'm calling I see, out individual even, officers, even now, if if a cop gets behind me and it's late at night and it's dark and they come up behind me, I'm just I'm just doing my thing, man. Like I'm doing nothing wrong. I'm fall, I'm going the speed. No, limit. I do for the most part too, and I'm surprised that I like. I, but I was going to say, but the issue that you have is they can just pull you over for that. Yeah. So like the same was, way that I was walking to my house yeah. from this podcast and don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on this pod on this podcast before was I had too much to drink and there was no way that I was going to get behind a wheel of a car and I was being a responsible human being. And then I had Cass County sheriffs fucking stop me, search my wallet, pat me down, all this. I'm Ask just why like, you have, why do you have so much cash have, in your wallet? It's none of your business. It really, it's honestly, really none of your business. But I was, I was afraid because, man, you're in here in body armor and you have a gun, and I'm just trying to get to my fucking house, basically. And I'm being a responsible citizen right now. Why you got so much cash in your wallet? I know that I've had too much to drink to drive, uh, and I'm just walking to my house. And then they had the oh, the gracious sense of man, I couldn't bust you for anything, so I need to look good to make sure to drive you to we're your. We're gonna, house. we're gonna drive you home, and we couldn't really say no. Yeah, we've just violated you and made you feel really well. We could have said no, but once again, you try to tell them no. Yeah, no. So and the next thing you can't go, really oh, okay, no. you're telling me no. All right, well, get down on the get down on the ground. Anyway, anyways, we had a really good we had really good po- podcast with Dan. I think again, there are a lot of changes that need to be made. And Jesse, I'm not trying to ruin your jazz, man. I'm sorry, but like we've hit that we've hit this hard. We truly have, and we've hit a lot of this hard, and it's frustrating. There needs there's work that needs to be done. I don't think any of us really have true answers as opposed to no. maybe. More, a more efficient training process, maybe more money. They get paid more money. You hold them to a higher standard, just like any any other thing. But, he, I mean, yeah. Humans are, all, I mean, there's always going to be issues, but I think it could be done better. 
It's what we should all be be striving for. For sure. But why if, keep status quo? Yeah. When if you have this mentality to where, man, this is the best it gets. You should always be trying to improve mentality. and make it better for the everybody. Worst mentality. Yeah. And I think that, that that's what's happened. It you know, and we should definitely not settle for this shit, man. No one should I mean, I feel like every across the board everyone feels this way when it comes to police. And you may not agree with what we're saying until that cop gets behind you and then pulls you over and writes you a ticket for going eight miles an hour over the speed limit and gives you a hundred dollar ticket. Oh, and they got it wrong too. You're only going three miles over and then their speedometer was off. And the yeah. next thing you know, you're getting hit. It with doesn't a matter though. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter what matter, you yeah. say. It doesn't matter. It matters yeah. what they say. The perfect example, you were talking about the how you drive home now and if there's a cop behind you, you don't really worry about it. The thing is you still notice it. And you talk about what that level of like fear is, because for some people it's a lot, for some people it's a little. I almost out loud said, man, I'm surprised that I haven't been pulled over, honestly, with the amount of cops I see. And that makes it sound like I'm doing something wrong. But no, I've been driving the speed limit, everything has been good. But a lot of times I leave here completely 100% sober, just drinking water and cranberry juice and shit. I've, I leave here, drive home, but since it's like 2 a.m. when I'm leaving and I see a cop and I'm in a yellow Camaro, and I'm driving at night or whatever, I am worried that they're going to pull me over. That's why I said I'm surprised I haven't been pulled over. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be surprised I haven't been pulled over because I've done nothing wrong. It's just because but you're it's the a- fact that I am surprised that I haven't been pulled over. That's the that's the fear part that I'm talking about. If that makes any sense, I went a weird and, roundabout and, and way. Also, sure, and also the shittiest part, which I know I'm going back to this, and I know you're trying to get off this, but the fact that once we start exercising our right as American citizens, they don't like it. You're right. You frustrate the cops because you're go, go and now figure, they're frustrated. You're exercising your right as an American citizen to plead the fifth, all this, do this. All of a sudden now they can just shit on you because you're like, man, you're not doing what I'm telling you to do. I don't have to do what I'm, what you're telling me to do. But then, but then they shit on you. That, yeah, that's I, the biggest, that's the to, biggest like I refuse part. to, you know, give like, you, you a public, license or do all this other stuff. Sure. Get mad at me. Whatever. But if I servant, follow everything I'm supposed to do, public fucking servant. Let me go. Your public servant. Well, I think there was a, a period of time that had to have happened where people complied with whatever police did for such a long period of time to where they got used to these behaviors and habits. And now you have a well, kind and of... Well, they indoctrinate them into oh, that, that training. So what I'm saying is you have a reverse of that, and you now you're, you're starting to have a small percentage of people in these same scenarios starting to question what they're doing, and it's ending up in a lot of bad behavior by police officers, which is unfortunate, and it's not their duty or their job to be doing these types of things. But now they're just like... They don't know how to handle it, and they get all dick strong, and they're like, man, like we talked about with Dan, and like something went through my head last week, and I'm like, I couldn't imagine having that type of authority, like just getting in a vehicle and having this this uh, costume on with a gun, and I now I'm I'm authority, like I have power over anyone I want, like that's insane. By the way, it's not but like you it don't, took you a lot to you do don't. that. Yeah, it doesn't. But but you don't. But though. they do. But they, they do. do. That's what I'm saying. They, they kill people. They kill people and get away with it. Yes, that's but insane. reasonably reasonably given how this country was created they don't exactly and, but they you, do right you have now. you have rights to have protect you from them because they knew that policing was could become a problem you have rights but that doesn't mean those are followed our founding they fathers ha- literally set up so much good barriers and protective things for us to prevent things like that but nobody they don't teach what it was the name of they don't teach it nobody knows your rights was it amanda amanda geiger Ashley Geiger, Amanda Geiger, HR, they're from HR Geigers. They're from they're Belton. Children. I've heard of a few. They're, they're from Belton. No, that's not that's not what I'm talking about. This is I'm thinking of the it's artist. the one it's the it's I the, love po- HR it's the police officer who broke in uh 
broke into someone's home. Oh, yeah. We talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. In an apartment. She thought it was her apartment. She thought it was her apartment. She ended up killing someone. she shot the guy for breaking into her apartment. It wasn't her apartment. It was his apartment. She was in the wrong apartment. And she was off duty. She just got off work. She was just got off work, somehow went to the wrong apartment, shot someone, whatnot, got the minimum sentence of like seven years and is only serving like three. That's insane. You just broke into someone's house and murdered them, by the way. That's what happened. You broke into someone else's house. Even if the door was unlocked, that doesn't matter. That's still breaking and entering. You broke into someone else's house. You shot and murdered them. Because you're a fucking idiot that doesn't know what your own apartment is and you've got some semblance of power or whatever to where you can just feel like you can shoot this person and get away with it, whatever. Uh, it's re- and then you serve three years because you're a police officer. You get the minimum sentence of seven. You want to talk about Brock three. Turner? You want to talk about Brock Turner? What's Brock Turner? Brock Turner, the rapist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like, like rape the girl back behind some shit. But, oh, man, he, he has so much potential because he was coming from a white, privileged fucking family. Is that the one that and, happened in Maryville? I don't remember where it fucking happened. But Brock Turner, the rapist, uh, raped a girl uh, back behind a dumpster. And then all of a sudden, his court case was basically like, no, he shouldn't serve time. Um, basically because... You know, he has so much I'm potential. Way off. It was in California. So much potential, basically. Man, you, you're going to ruin this guy's life, basically. Like, Brock Turner, the rapist. Like, the rapist that raped, raped a girl named Brock Turner. Uh, the swimmer and everything. I, I wish I could call out his college. Because the big thing is calling him out as, as an individual. Like, no, you raped someone. You're a piece of shit. Serve your fucking, <laughs> serve he your got, fucking he time. Got, he got six months of jail and three years of probation. I mean, I, I, he's, that's he's after, white and, and, and came that's from after, a really uh, wealthy white family. Being, I would, I being even, found guilty for three. So there were five counts against him. One and two, he was uh, withdrawn from, withdrawn by the prosecution. But counts three, four, and five, he was all found guilty by the jury. He still only got three years, or I mean, six months in prison. Well, I'm not in trying jail. to. You know, we can go down that road for sure. You can. The justice system, justice system is fucked up as well, hundred percent. It's it's all in cahoots with each other. Yeah, I was just talking about the cops. It's all. With, it's, I wasn't trying to go on to the. It's a prof, It's a profiteering. It's a profiteering scheme or whatever you want to call it. They're just they're a lower mafia. A, they're like a subpar mafia from the government. That's just the biggest mafia, and above them is just like the ultimate mafia. You know what I'm saying? Like they're all mafias operating under the same umbrella for sure. You know what? That doesn't even give justice to what the government does because they're so much more coordinated and evil than a mafia would ever be because you know what the old school fucking italian mafias wouldn't do they wouldn't sell drugs around schools they wouldn't they wouldn't fucking they had morals our government fucking does not have any morals so then what would you call them (laughs) They're worse than the mafia. They're worse than the mafia. So there's not a word for it yet. Don't disrespect the That's mafia by having yeah, government. by starting to That's compare by starting to compare the two because the mafia had more morals than our fucking current government does. So let's just get a little bit into the government. And you guys know on Talk Junkies we get into this shit, man. And I feel it like happens a lot. Anyone who talks about the man, it's not conspiracy anymore. You can say it. You can say that it's not, or say that it is. Whatever, it's not. But unfortunately, there's a lot of states that are that are forcing mandates with vaccines and forcing mandates. I still don't see how that can. I've even looked it up, it's and obviously, segue, guys. everything on Google just tells me, "Yep, it's legal." Like that doesn't actually do me any good. Okay, so basically, what it comes down to, and then this is where, okay, whenever you get into the right and left paradigm, it's it's very counterproductive. No one's ever going to get along. We talked about it outside earlier, right? And I want to get into what Jesse 
Jesse has a very important message when it comes to about all this because you're the one who brought it up outside when we were talking. Oh, shit. And honestly, we could have had a podcast. We should have recorded the podcast outside. Okay. But anyways, whenever you talk about is it legal, so in, in, and that's a great question, Johnny, but th- their basis upon why it's legal is in 1904, it w- there was a case. A smallpox, smallpox was a big thing in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. And there was an instance in Massachusetts. I can't say Massachusetts. Massachusetts? Yeah, thank you. And it was a Supreme Court hearing. It was uh, Jacobson versus the state in uh, Mass- 1904. Yeah, in 1904, yes. Yeah. Anyways, he's like, I don't want to get the small pa- smallpox shot. And they're like, well, the Supreme Court ruled, well, and in time of emergency, the state can decide for you whether or not you have to or have not or have to have the vaccine. So it technically is legal according to the, the Supreme, Supreme Court. Court ruling in 1904. But if you were to talk to Dan, the Supreme Court shouldn't even be making those types of rulings in the first place, but they do and this is the the world that we live in. Um but then but then this is sorry, and I'm kind of segueing just as just a tad bit, just a tad bit. Because whenever it comes to like in like the 1980s or 1990s Supreme Court rulings, whenever like you're traveling for commerce or traveling, what I'm saying is people cherry pick their Supreme Court rulings. Yeah, but, always. But now to make a case. when it comes to, to the vaccines, they're going 100 years back more so. And they're saying that this case, states can decide, hey, this is a time of emergency. COVID is real. This shit is going down. It's a time of emergency. It's a 99.9% chance you won't die. But this is an emergency, and you have to have the vaccine. Honestly, if anything comes out of this, this whole this whole weird, this last year and a half, you know, everything we've been dealing with for the last year and a half, COVID, all that jazz, and probably we'll be dealing with for the next year and a half, five years, whatever the fuck it is, I hope not. But if one thing comes out of this, I hope that it's that all of us kind of actually do band together a little bit and eventually form up big enough groups to just say no. Like, we all joke around about how, like, Man, good. Like you can't just. You, good luck coming in and taking people's guns. Like if you come in my house and try to, I'll probably shoot you. And I might be a martyr. I might go down for that. You know what I mean? I might get arrested. I might do whatever. But I'm just one individual. If everybody does that, if everybody they try to come in and take your guns and you shoot them in the face, like then they're obviously not going to try to keep doing that. You know what I mean? And it's the same for the jab. You know, it's the same for the double X or whatever you call it, whatever VX. I don't know. V double X, V double yeah. X, whatever the saying is, because you can't say the word on, even though we already have on this podcast. I mean, we can, we don't have to upload. Doesn't YouTube. matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Right. Um, the point is like, whether you're for or against it, it's not about being for like, I, it doesn't matter if I'm for or against V double X. It's that it should be my decision. That's the whole thing that I'm getting at but personally. It doesn't matter if I'm for or against it. It should be my decision. And if you have a group of people coming in and forcing you to do these things, eventually I hope out of this is that we all like kind of stand together and say, no, it's not up to you. It's up to me. So let's just check this out real quick because the reason I wanted to hit this up and the reason I want to talk about it, and I know we talk a lot about the government and stuff like that, and it could be, and we talk about how dismal it is and shit, but like we really haven't hit about the vaccine mandate of, of, of COVID or in, in these types of things. And I think it's extremely important because, Johnny, there are people doing that right now in certain states. So, for instance, I mean, you have multiple states making it mandatory for you to participate in public. We had John Kleisek on. He talked about how it's going to be more, like, you're going to have to, like, it's going to be a social credit score. Well, this is what the vaccine passport is. I'm not it kind of is. No, yeah, you're right. I'm not saying that he was right, and and but he kind of was. And, like, in New Orleans, starting tomorrow, or in Louisiana, and it may just be New Orleans. I think it was the state of Louisiana, but it could just be New Orleans. 
if you want to go to the New Orleans Saints game, you have to be vaccinated. If you want to go into a restaurant or bar, you have to be vaccinated. Okay, so so what I'm saying though is, I hope that out of all this, what we get is eventually you get enough people who so, are being like, and Guess I was I was nobody's going to go, so I was, just nobody go. And then I wasn't done yet, but um, you there are protests out there. It's just extremely hard to find. So for instance, if you're on YouTube or you're searching on Google, you're not going to find these things. No, you're truly not. Like if you if if you're listening to this podcast, and you're like, man, why don't I see this on the news or I don't see it anywhere on, well. You're on Google, you're on YouTube, you're not going to see it. Um, my mom's boyfriend, Lee, he, you know, he's he's a freedom fighter, man. And there's a lot of good videos that he has on his Rumble. And Rumble is still a free speech platform. Same with uh, BitChute, which is where we may have to upload this video. But anyways, there are places like in Oklahoma yesterday, people didn't necessarily storm the Capitol like January 6th, but it at the Capitol building during a hearing yesterday, hundreds of hundreds of people went inside the Capitol while they were doing it, pleading to the governor, which why are you pleading to a politician saying, please don't make this mandatory. Please don't make me get the vaccine. Like they're begging the governor while they storm, not storm the Capitol. You know what I'm saying? But they're there, mm -hmm. hundreds of people. You don't see that. You don't see that anywhere. But it happened yesterday. So that people are standing up and they are saying. Good. That's what, what I'm saying. I yeah. hope that that's what, the good that comes from this. What? Okay, what real issue is the vaccine within itself as far as an individual taking the vaccine? So people say it's, it's in, still in clinical trials and it's not FDA approved. Well, what what isn't it FDA of, approved you, now? You, you've so seen, what they, so you've seen a lot of shit change, some negative effects that come from it, um, even some deaths that that have come from it. But I mean, overall, I mean, like. So Temple had a, a great. He had a, a gonna, left. I'm, a I'm left, trying to play a little bit of devil's no, advocate so Tim, right now. Sim, for Temple, you. he had uh, some Vosh guy who's like a big YouTuber, oh. and then and a Charlie Kirk or something like that. And it's a right versus left guy. And then Vosh comes on and he says, "Well, you talk about it's it's called SARS or something where you can report adverse side effects from vaccines from the COVID vaccine, and there have been seven to eight or seven to ten thousand people who have reported death or side effects. Well." Normal people can go on that website and they can report side effects, but most of the time it's physicians or local doctors or people from ERs. So what Vaj was trying to say is like, well, how do you know that they're dying from COVID? Is anybody, first of all, is anybody how, really- how do, you know either, how do we know they're dying from the, the vaccine? For, first of all, I don't think any side is really against the vaccine. I think it's the mandate. That's that's the issue. The, for sure. Which yeah. is what I said is, beginning. It's not about whether or not you want it. It's no. yeah. don't so, force something upon someone. Right. Which is crazy, right? Because you have the right saying, don't force this upon me. And then the right has also been uh, been against, like, you know, females and what to do with their body. And they go, don't force your religion on me and right. don't force your politics on me. Right. But it's the same side doing this, which makes them look very, like, fickle in their argument. You'd be like, you motherfuckers have been forcing shit Forever. on your fucking beliefs on me for so long yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll get three vaccines right now <laughs> just to spite you, right? I feel like there's a lot of that too. And everything's so misconstrued as to the actual... You don't have to be on a side. It doesn't have to be red versus it's, blue. It's like, not just give so everybody their own freedom. Yeah. Isn't that what like, it's about, freedom? But hold on, Jesse. I think it goes even deeper than that. And that's what you brought up when we were outside earlier. Is it's not necessarily about taking the vaccine or whatever. It's about maybe more, more or less just the transfer of wealth. Is, is kind of what it looks if you like. really... Okay, Man, that's honestly what it looks like, because when you talk about the, the the 1904 Supreme Court ruling and in time of emergency, is this really a time of emergency? Be, be, and I don't know about this year's statistics because it's hard to find on Google the death rate from the new COVID Delta variant. 
But before that, when it was just strictly COVID, and we all know that even the CDC came out and they said that if you die of a heart attack but you had COVID, it counts as a COVID death. So we don't truly really know what the number is. But even with all those numbers, you had a 99.9% chance of living. Is that, a, is that a time of emergency to force people to take a vaccine? When you have a 99.9% chance of living? The only emergency I've seen is that you've keeping everybody in their homes and mental health of everybody and small businesses have shut down and people can't like live their normal. Like that seems like an emergency. The fact that you've taken away everybody's fucking rights. There was a 21% jump, uh, jump in liver failure from drinking due to quarantine because people drank more and drinkers drank more and then died from fucking quarantine too. So you're not just going to be like, Oh man, man, we could have prevented those deaths if we just would have allowed them to escape their house and actually like work again and not be like due to mental health. That's mainly a mental health thing there. Yeah. Cause a lot of the shit that went through your mind during a lockdown and a worldwide lockdown, you're like, what the fuck is going on? This is insane, dude. It's still affect. Uh, it's still affected us. It's it still affects time. us to this, to it's this day. Time. Jesse, I'm, we I'm don't, we, doing dude, thing. you don't go out and hang out with people like you used to. It's not because I'm afraid of anything. It's just because now that's my it's mentality. It's changed. It's changed you mentally. So besides yeah, all they, that, so I, they so they got me right. I, I, so they no, got no, no, me. No. But I, I think that the, the, what people Stay are inside, missing, buy shit, watch TV. What, yeah. And in we're all Consume. three. We're all three bartenders, and I think that if you were to sit there and listen in on everyone's conversation, you you hear a little bit of from both sides saying, "Oh, we'll just get the vaccine," or "Oh, we'll just I'm not getting." The oh vaccine. yeah, I listen to liberals you, and Republicans. You get, you get both conservatives sides. and oh, liberals every day. What are they doing, Jesse? They're distracting us. Why? Why are they distracting us? Because they're getting off. It, it was the biggest transfer of wealth. That, that's and, what and, I mean. They're getting off. Yeah. They're just getting off. They're like, oh, man, we own so much more now. We have so much more control now. Oh, all that little bit of legislature that, that, that happened, all, all those bailouts. Oh, man, we just, we just you're, got so much. You're worried, you're worried about off. whether or not you have to wear a mask, and we're, like, making this some big thing. Oh, mask, just made billions. Mask, mask mandates and, and all this. Billions. And blah, blah. How about the fact that they just, like, stole a bunch of money from everybody? Yeah. And then we we're paying for it, and no one's and talking about for it. it. Yeah, and it, it's not even it, it's everyone, man. Like so, you're talking right whenever COVID like, happened, the stock market I, hit all, like pretty much rock bottom, like twenty thirty percent. I hate. I don't even okay. know if it was fifty percent. I can't remember. It was it went pretty low, it, did it not? It might it even. Dropped? It might even yeah. be. It was really big. I'd say. Man, it's hard. It depends what you want to. I don't know. It depends. You have to do percentages like over time. I don't yeah. know how you. Want. It dropped this, a lot. Like it lost a lot of value in a short it amount. It might of time. have been even pre 08 that we were socialist, like as a country, and everybody's up in arms. Been especially for a long time. Especially yeah. the Republican Party is like, oh man, we need to prevent socialism. Well, we've been socialist for yep. a long fucking time, right? But the problem is the socialism is only helping out the corporations, and it's capitalism for me and you. Oh, shit didn't work out for you. Sorry, man. Sorry. Oh, but that billionaire, but that billionaire definitely fucking gets bailed out because he needs to fucking be bailed out, right? Right, but heaven but, forbid. But let's keep it let's keep it to COVID. I don't want to speak in general. This in, trickle in, down in generals, yeah. This comes down to Reaganomics and this trickle down but fucking we, shit. But we gotta hit COVID, man. We gotta hit COVID hard because when you when you start getting into that, we've hit that shit up before. What we were talking about outside, that's the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like specifically COVID driven. You had like whenever we first did like are you worried about COVID nineteen? And then we did a second podcast about it. I and was that's, worried. And then I that's, was worried. And that's when you came out and you're like, dude, it's really weird that there were senators and politicians that were making these big moves in the financial game. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of shit. By the way, the same, we've, we've already talked about this before, but I'll bring it up again. 
these same senators who were in the room, who were literally in like, this is on record, that they were in the room having discussions about COVID and about possible lockdowns and all this stuff back in, I think it was October of 2019. It may have been November or December of 2019. But either or, October, November, they were winter, fall and winter of 2019. They were in the room having discussions about COVID that people didn't know about yet. And then all of a sudden, right before February 22nd or whatever hits, or right before March 14th or whatever it was when all this COVID shit happens, it was like late February, early March of 2020. Right before that, like days before, they sell everything. They sell everything and get all their money. They sell it all. And then it fucking crashes. And a month into the crash when it's at its lowest point or two months in when it's at its lowest point, they fucking buy everything up. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's legit. That's like proven. Like, no, that's... There, there is so much proof on this. Yeah. There is so much proof on this. And then when asked about it, whenever they're Robin actually getting like, like show you, whenever they're show asked you about it or whatever, they say, oh, well, when we were in that room, we didn't, yeah. We, yeah, we talked about that stuff, but we didn't. Oh, I use, tripped and fell on my phone. I tripped and fell on my phone. We didn't use that for our own and, advantage. And, and sold. Yeah. But it, it goes deeper than that. And, more, and truly, I think like. And that's just a couple senators, by the way. That's not like the whole. Spectrum. The spectrum Can, of. Right. But again, like you had, we got to think about it in context and specifically what has COVID done? I mean, and when you, you can hit the mental aspects and shit like that. But the fact that from reports that you read from other news sources, mainstream news or whatever, 100,000 small businesses have closed. And with these mandates and, and they say who, like it's going to affect people who don't want to get vaccinated, all that shit. Those people aren't going to go to those businesses. So even more small businesses are going to close because people aren't going into their doors. Mm -hmm. Especially, I mean, it's just three or four states now that are mandating it. But let's say that this trickles down. It doesn't you, do anything for the, for the fucking middle class or the poor. It doesn't help them at all. I talked about, and I'm going to be cautious about the wording I use here. No, we're going to, this bitch you, man. I'll do a small video no, no, on no, YouTube. Not that, Don't even be no, cautious. No, no, not let, that, it, let no, it all out. Because these are people. Like, I'm not mentioning oh, sure, names. Sure, sure, So I can just but say, fuck the Republicans. Yeah. Fuck the liberals, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck both that, of you. Dude, whatever. this is... it's So three, fuck, fuck both sides. You're both garbage. Yeah. And you're ruining America. But but anyways. Let's keep hitting them. I, I would love to say that more often. I was, it, you're yeah. talking about businesses closing and all this stuff. I'm talking about the, the guy that I was talking about earlier who just started working where I work now. How he owned his own bar, owned his own company and whatnot, and then had to close it during COVID and is literally applying to be a cook at the place I work. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy to me. They're taking away, and now more places are going to close. you know, still probably in debt. Still probably in yeah, debt. I don't yeah. want to go too far on that because it's not my business to put his business out there. All right, so there's going to be a weird little random cutoff right there, literally at the end of my sentence. We just noticed that we were probably uh, talking for like 10 minutes and didn't record any of it because uh, it decided to be weird and just stop recording in the middle of some shit. Anyways... What the hell were we talking about? Oh, man, that video lineup for you is going to be really difficult. Yeah, that's going to be rough with that. I'll just cut it at 42 and just roll audio the rest of the way through. People watch that much go. of it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Just throw in a background of, like, some Inya. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? I'll do that for sure. All I know is, yeah, the, the rich are getting richer, and there's something that has to be done. I think that's specifically what is, is what's in play I'm right now. I'm perfectly fine with the rich getting richer. Let me, let me establish this. I'm like... I am a true capitalist. Like, I believe in capitalism. I'm perfectly fine with the rich getting richer, as long as we do too. So the moment, did, were the you moment we start suffering for, for wealth to happen on a 1% level, that's where my beef is at. I'm like, yeah. Did you explain? You make more? Did you explain as long on as the, I make more. Did you explain on the podcast, like, your idea 
of like how to, like you didn't want to put a cap on it. I think you did say it in the podcast. I don't know if right? I said it in the podcast or not. In case I didn't, I'll do the really short version real quick. I don't think there should be a cap on how much like a CEO could make. I don't think that's the right way about doing it. Being like, you can only make 800,000 a year or whatever. I think that there should be a cap on how much the highest paid individual in a company could make compared to the lowest paid individual. Meaning that for a company to succeed. So like, let's say you make the cap and it can be big too, but let's say you make it like 200 times. So the highest paid individual in the company can only get paid 200 times the salary that the lowest paid individual does. Pull. That means, can I finish this yeah, real sorry, quick? Sorry, That I'm means on that- I'm on one right now, sorry. That means that for the highest paid person to make more money, if the business is doing well and that person wants to get paid more money and make more income and he jumps up, everybody else who works for him also jumps up because they're contributing to that business doing well. Is that capitalism? What is that? Yeah, no, that is capitalism. Yeah, I like that. It's true capitalism. Yeah. We are, we, are not, we are not that. Let me ask you this. What is your ideal of morality? Morality? You were going to cut me off for that dumbass yeah. question? Yeah. What, what is morality for you? Morality? Just, I mean, doing to others what I wouldn't want done to me. Or not. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was about to ruin that Whoa, one. you were about to fuck that up. Yeah. Bad. I'm going to do to others what I would want done to me. So, I mean, I'm going to act how I'd want others to act towards me. It's really, it's really nice idea, right? Yeah. This whole thing of morality, which everybody's instilled with. Mm -hmm. What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened of treating other people equal, equally? I think when you have podcasts like we had with Howdy Mikowski, and this is specifically just my opinion, and you could have a different one, and you could as well. I completely, and this is going to sound wild, but with what's happened in the past two years, a lot of shit has been proven wild true. I think Howdy Mikowski and, and people like John Levy and then that type of community, they, they're on to something. In our true history that we were taught for however long, it's it's been misconstrued. It's something happened. <laughs> Jesus, man, words. Yeah. Something happened a couple hundred years ago that we truly don't know what happened. And there was some type of reset and some people got in control and that and that's what happened. What does that have to do with morality, though? I think that that's because they were Dude, able to control. why don't they have morals? They were able but to. Why don't they have morals? They were able to control a population. There were certain people that were ready for the reset. The reset what? happened, and they were in control. But why they don't they have morals they, is what Jesse's asking. Yeah, why don't they what? have morals? Like, like I'm, I'm a person, and I know. Maybe they're not human. But an entity in the universe should understand balance because that's what the universe gives us. So is, evil, evil does exist. Yeah, there you go. Evil truly exists. I don't know, man. It's rough for me. Evil doesn't it, have it's morals. Above my head. Evil doesn't, man. And I mean, do we? Do you living your day to day? Do you have morals sometimes? Like, do you go away from your morals well, and I, kind I of well, kind of no, fuck up no, a little I, bit? Okay, I do. I do. As a human being, I absolutely do go away from my morals. Nearly constantly while I'm clocked in, you know. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I don't I don't ever see me like ruining somebody else's life for me to have something that I don't already have. Maybe I already, maybe. already have all my shit, you know? I got my I have my shit. You know, I have my car, I have my house, I have my dog, I have my girlfriend. I have, do you do you want you a know? better car? No. No, I don't I don't care. Would you like a better car? I mean, that sounds kind of cool, but okay. I really don't give a so shit. So you got to shit on someone else below you though to get it. No, I'd never do that. They have to get a worse car. I would never do that. I'd prefer them to have a nicer car. 
Like, no, yeah, you have you have the shit. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. And, and you who smoke cares? you smoke the amount of weed that I smoke, and you do as, as much shrooms as I fucking do, and you fucking you quit giving a shit about what you actually physically own, because that's a joke. But what it's, you don't forget about it's is limited. It's you, limited. But what you don't how long do I own that that car? Realistically, well, with that logic, then you should be okay with where you're at in life, then, and where the government is, and how yeah, they control and everything people. that's happening. Because you're able to still do those things. Yeah, you don't need to make more money. Work can be still just as shitty. They can keep adding on more that's shit why, for you to that's do. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. Like everything's it's just. It's just the podcast that brings it out of you. What? What really? Well, there's a lot of anger here because I. I feel like man, people are getting it wrong, and I'm like man, your attention is spent so much focused on. I don't know obtaining stupid shit. And don't get me wrong, I appreciate like the intellectuals. And like uh, the, you know, psychiatrist and and the scientists that come in, that really study to make our world better. There is no, I'm not shitting on them. What I'm saying is for like the average person, which they are like the one percent that need to be praised, which are never praised at all, are the scientists and the intellectuals and and people really progressing. I would society. say like true true scientists and true people who aren't backed yeah. by money and big pharma and yes. all that yeah, shit. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Not just wealthy people who are born into shit. You right. don't get to decide shit, uh, or you shouldn't get to decide shit, but they do. Um, I don't know. For me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get to be here. That's that's good enough for me. I know where I came from. From the void, I'm gonna go back. So, man, all this was great. Yeah, you too. don't deserve as much money as that CEO, then. Yeah, because they're going to go to the void, too. But they're going to go out better because it's just the void. Sure. So maybe that's the equal, like... How like is that equal? There's no shit. equal ground there. <laughs> I don't know. You have one shot at that point. If that what you're seeing is true, then you have one shot. You better... But then, but then I also talk about hierarchy a lot. Yeah. And, you know, in, in that sense of you as a person, like what you're meaning. Like, For sure. Evil, evil is meaning, too. In you know maybe in, in it's the just world part of human beings is evils in there as well. Like how would you know you would ever be good if there wasn't evil to begin with? You know, true. You, you need that balance too. I know this is very Taoist or whatever the fuck I'm I wouldn't even say saying right now. That right? I mean, uh, we've all been evil at some point or another. I mean, I feel like more so for me. Whenever you're an adult, it it means more as opposed to when you're younger. When, when you're a kid, your version of you evil excuses isn't being young. Yeah. yeah. When you're a kid, your version of evil isn't. Me at 30, I don't have any excuses yeah, anymore. Exactly. Right. Like, if I'm a piece of shit, I'm just a piece of shit. Right. You know, which I'd try to when avoid. When you're a kid, you're just a dumbass kid that doesn't possible. know any better. Now, like, you should have matured to the point of... The best way to not be a piece of shit is to go, hey, how would this person feel if I did this to them? Or, or if I put myself in their shoes? Nobody ever does Wait, that. give a shit about other people? Yeah, like, care about other people. No, no, fuck that, bro. So, yeah, I mean, and again... Where does morals come from? Like you said, sarcasm, sarcasm, obviously. It's and a weird thing. Like, it, it, why do we have morals? No, I why know do we have morals. And we've hit a podcast up about morals, but I mean, ultimately, somewhere we did have an entire podcast yeah, somewhere morals. down the road. Like some shit got fucked up, and that's what fucked morals up. I don't know when or how that happened, or maybe it's just instilled. I don't in think no that. morals are morals, man. Yeah. I don't there's know, no man. Fucking that I don't shit think there's anybody. I just think that like just the video I sent you of the guy who didn't put the shopping cart back, and there was a guy actually holding him accountable, and he's like, "Hey, man, just put the shopping cart back." Like, Look at how you responded, by the way. To oh, that. I know. I'll fucking put a bullet in you, man, or something like, like that. Like whenever, 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 like bad things are called out, it's never just this like, "Oh, man, you're right. I need to do this." It's always backed up by even more shit, right? Some of the, like the, some of the like, hardest times, like for me, was just like when Johnny and I could kind of 
got into our little riff and shit, like apologizing to Johnny and just like, dude, like you were right. Like, it's my bad. I was fucking out, you know, like admitting that you're wrong is, is sometimes the hardest it's thing difficult. to do. It is. But I mean, like at the end of the day, it was the most beneficial thing. You know what I'm saying? And and not just in that example, it's happened many times in my life. Some people are just better at doing that than others. And I'm not saying I'm even good at it at all. But to admit I'm wrong, I'll be the first person to admit I'm wrong. What, what you're saying is, think so. oh, man, the fact that I'm an imperfect person and to recognize that is the most human thing you can ever say, right? Yeah. At, at its core. Like, oh, yeah. And we I'm all are. We've all got flaws. I mess up. I don't have to, like, like just constantly try to back up the fact that I'm imperfect and you're, you just talked about an imperfection of me. And I don't need to constantly like back it up with why it's not. And I am perfect. Nobody's perfect. Get that, over that shit. And do you think that people who are extremely Jeff wealthy think, think that think that they are in per- Like, do you think Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk? Yeah, and no, it's a soci- it's a socio. And we've hit that up for sure. Like, you truly yeah. think that they Dis- that they're disorder. like yeah they've got they've got to have you have to have some psychopathy when you have that, that much point. money like and you're just sitting at like the, the you're at like the 158th story and you're Jeff Bezos that's what it takes you're overlooking the city and you're like dude I'm a fucking I know it all like I'm perfect you think that goes through their head yeah yeah every day there's no way what do you mean there's no way they have to have you have to to be able to. You still don't think that they have doubt? Like, that's why what keeps them going? Like, hey, no, I need more they money? they obviously have moments of doubt as well. Like, they're still human. They have moments of doubt, but they have more of the... Dude, Paul, I legitimately... I've known you. I have not known you as long as, like, Jesse's known you or whatever, but I've known you long enough to know that if you were to ever create your business and, like, Jesse and I were to start working with you or some shit, and then you get some more people... What are you pointing at? Oh. Whiskey. I got you. And then more people were to start working for you and all this stuff. I know that eventually you wouldn't be like, hey... I'm going to pay my employees minimum wage and I'm going to make 1.3 million a year. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. Because you haven't experienced it yet and you don't know or because you're not a psychopath. That's the real question. Is it you don't know yet because you haven't actually done it? We can all say that. Like I can say, man, I would never make 1 million a year and not pay my employees below me better. But until you get to that point, you don't know. If you really get it's down true. to human beings, man, we have, like, needs. So, like, what does Jeff Bezos need, you know? But, but well, how would his needs be any different than ours? The only reason his needs What's would be different point? is because he's accumulated so no, much. He has, a hyper, he has a hyper sense of a particular need. But that's only because he's successful for what he created. And off the backs of other people, may I remind you, but the only reason he has different needs is because he is what is he what's he's what he is ex, what he's accepted into his life the amount of money that he's made those are the reasons for his needs if he never would have made amazon and jeff bezos is just like you and i and he's in his basement doing a podcast it's a completely different jeff bezos but now that he's this the richest man in the world now he has different needs he had because to, he he's had to rich. satisfy shit through, throughout time basically and what he, happens he if amazon was what so. happens if amazon was already invented then what would jeff bezos have done who knows? Who knows? So you're saying that he was he was there's going plenty, to be, There's plenty of people like Jeff Bezos that just never made it. But what you're saying there's is... There's plenty in line waiting to be Jeff Bezos. Are you saying... Don't get me wrong. Are you specifically saying that Jeff he, Bezos... He's just the guy that made it. You're saying... He's he, the face and the name that made it. Would he have always made it, though? Would Jeff Bezos no. have always made it? No. It was no. good timing and placement yeah. for him. So what... Which so, also, he shouldn't feel so inclined of feeling privileged that he created all this. 
when it was really humanity that allowed him to be where he's at. But he gives thing. nothing he just back. needs to take some shrooms and understand. He just gives nothing oh, I'm back. I'm sure he's done all the drugs, man. And no. for a psychopath, that might be a little different. Who knows? Oh, that's a, that's actually really interesting. Because he is he has some kind of psychopathy that's happening with him. Who who wants that much? That's, that's what I don't get. That's fucking, How can you desire that dude, much? Of, especially, hold up. Give me $10 million, oh, and that's extravagant. I'm man, like, dude, I'm good. Man. There's nothing wrong with wanting I'm that much, good. but it's the fact that he wants that anymore. much at the cost of other people. That's need to sign off. No, crazy, weird cut again. I'll let Paul take this one. Yeah, so we're just going to leave it out at that. Maybe I need to update Audacity. That could be my only thing that I could imagine. You update at our websites and shit on PC, or does it automatically update? I'll get it figured out. To, yeah, we'll figure Johnny it out. Johnny and I will figure it out, um, but... Uh, yeah, there are going to be two weird transitions at the 43 mark and then right at the 55 mark. Um, just with what we were talking about, we were in a really good flow right at the 43 mark, and it kind of transitioned weird because it did stop recording on Audacity. But anyways, the best thing you guys can do for Talk Junkies, honestly, is just listen, share, like, subscribe to, to our channel. Um, we're on all the major platforms and stuff like that. We do have some great interview or some great podcasts coming up with some great people. Um, working on that as well. I'm done playing Russ for a while, so I'll be able to get back into the groove of emailing people to get them back on the show. Um, so just look forward to a lot of great content for coming from us. Um, I'm not going to stop like I always say, but, um, yeah, all our junkies out there stay fly and ring the bell.